Well, welcome everyone to our first bus stop podcast of 2023. I'm Eric Wesley, your host, and today we celebrate Women's History Month with three of Greyhound's leading ladies who play key roles within the company and are highly respected for all they do. Let me begin by introducing Tynita Morris, Senior Director of Human Resources and my boss, everybody. So Tynita, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Eric. Thanks for having me. And Tynita, I know you've been on before, but it's been a minute since we've had you on. So for those who don't know you, we want to dig a little bit into your background. Tell us how long you've been with Greyhound and what roles you've had here at the company. Great. So um, I actually celebrated 26 years with Greyhound this past November. Uh, I've always been in the HR department, uh, currently uh, heading up the uh, HR function for Greyhound. So all HR activities, think benefits, compensation, employer relations, uh, payroll, all of that currently falls under my area of responsibilities. Okay, 26 years, so they nabbed you right out of high school, clearly. Greyhound is <laughs> um, my entire resume. <laughs> do, um, <laughs> did you envision being here for 26 years when you first started? Well, I don't know that everybody, anyone ever thinks that far out. Obviously, coming into Greyhound, uh, I was hoping for longevity. Uh, no one thinks how long you're going to be there, but I've been blessed and very fortunate uh, to being able to be here and, and see my career progress over the time that I've been here. Honestly, and, and we talk about this a lot amongst ourselves, uh, Greyhound years are different <laughs> from regular <laughs> time. So it is actually gone by so, so fast. It really has. Well, good, good. Everyone, next we have Michelle Rush, head of accounting. Michelle, welcome to the podcast. Hi, good to be here. And how are you this morning? I'm doing fantastic. Good, good. Now, Michelle, I think this is the first time you've been on the podcast, right? It is, it is. This is the first. Well, good. We are glad to have you. Um, Want to let our listeners know about you as well and your background with Greyhound. So tell us a little bit about how long you've been here and the roles you've played here at Greyhound. So I've actually been with Greyhound. It will be 24 years in um, May, and I just have to laugh at Tynita because it's so true. I mean, you don't really envision being with the company, but Greyhound has had such a great culture, even through many owners um, and the people we work with. It's just been a fantastic experience and, and not one that you necessarily want to leave, right? It has its pros and its cons, but um, definitely it's been a fantastic run. So 20, 24 years this May for me. So have you been in accounting finance the entire time? I actually have been in um, in finance the whole time. I started um, with just a very small subset of what I have today, a sales accounting, but I still have that today. And then, you know, along came credit cards and then along came accounts <laughs> receivable and then accounts payable and then interline accounting. And, you know, things just start to pile on and pile on. So um, it's been it's been a process over that 24 years for sure. OK, well, great, great. Well, everyone, rounding out our guest list today is Regina Johnson. She's Project Manager, Operations, Planning, and Initiatives. Regina, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Eric, and thanks for the opportunity to join the podcast. We are glad to have you. I know you're no stranger to this, as I've 
talked with you and Frank Carroll before for operations, and that's a little bit different as we focus in on the women today. So, uh, Regina, tell us about your background here at Greyhound, how long you've been here, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, thanks. Uh, I have actually been with Greyhound for what seems like forever because of all of the change that has occurred in the short time that I've been here. But it looks like I'm the baby of the bunch. In reality, it's only <laughs> been a little over three years. Explain to us what a project manager of operations and planning does. Yeah, so pretty much I work on all operations initiatives. It could be anywhere from the rooter to the tutor. Uh, so uh, um, I, I worked on the kiosk project, the baggage project, uh, anything that deals with operations and tying the field operations to corporate, I, I do that. Okay, and only four years. So I have to ask, prior to Greyhound, where were you then? So prior to Greyhound, I worked for another giant in uh, their industry, McDonald's Corporation, for 29 years, starting out as a manager trainee and working myself up to one step away from making vice president prior to my eventual retirement in 2018. So you have only been here four years, but you retired after 29 years at McDonald's. What helped you succeed and progress in your career at McDonald's? So, Sir Eric, I, I would say it's the same three things that has helped me to get through life in general. Uh, one being individual per perseverance, which I believe uh, begins with uh, self-development. I've always taken advantage of all of the self-development that was offered to me, including uh, McDonald's paying for my master's degree. Uh, I, I have a model that I stole from this all-Black boys high school in Chicago where everyone graduates and attend college. college and it states, uh, I never fail because I never give up. Uh, failure has never been an option for me. Sometimes you just have to find another route for getting where you want to go, including, uh, like I said, taking advantage of all the uh, self-development that's afforded to you. Secondly, I'd say was having great mentors and being a mentor to others. I've always surrounded myself with folks that cared about my career and in turn sought out others that appeared to be on the same journey and brought them along with me for the ride. And lastly, I make it a point to always be prepared. And I've always said this in life, you never know when luck and opportunity are going to intersect. So I've learned to always be prepared. And those are my three things. Sounds like some great advice for people to uh, definitely pick up on and put in action. Uh, Michelle, the journey with Greyhound, 24 years, what's been the key to help you make it where you are now as head of accounting? That's a fantastic question. So um, honestly, I'd say without a single doubt, um, it is the people who work for me. Um, you know, as a as a as a one time person, as an individual contributor, you can only do so much for a company and for goals and objectives. But when you have a team of people underneath you, and if you can be creative and empower them and and give them the tools that they need to do their job you can be exponentially successful. I've always said that um, when I have people who work for me that are smarter than me, I, I, I know I've made it. And I'm, I sit in a position today where I have several of those. And um, 
you know, they're what make me successful. They are what has put me where I am today. Uh, so I think, um, you know, humbling yourself enough to know that, you know, your staff works for you and um, really leading them in a way um, that is conducive to, you know, a, a, a dedicated goal is, is super, super important. So, um, you know, my team, my people, they're, they're, they're why I'm successful. Okay, great. Great. And Tanita, same question for you. After 29 years, what would you say has been the key to help you to get to where you are now? Well, I don't think any one of us, just to echo some of what I heard from Regina and Michelle, is that it's not just what I'm doing as an individual. It's part of being a part of a group or a team, uh, co-workers, as well as your management. Um, I would say for me, uh, one of the key things is that it's about always having an open discussion about your direct manager, about ultimately where you see yourselves and your goals. Um, I know people often feel a certain type of way about performance appraisal time and development plans, but those are kind of key, uh, whether those are done formally or informally. If you have in your mind what you aspire to do and where you want to go, uh, there needs to be regular communications with management about those things to make sure that throughout your career here or anywhere that you are progressing uh, towards that goal and just being very open about that uh, to the extent there are tools in place at Greyhound or other tools out there that help you achieve what you ultimately see yourself doing at some point in your career. Great, great. Now, let me ask this question of, of everyone, and Tanita, we'll start with you. Um, the progression for women in the bus industry, since Tanita, you've been in this industry, and Michelle, 29 and 24 years, Regina, 29 years in the food industry. How would you say the progression has been for women over the course of your career and what you've seen? Uh, Tanita, we'll start with you. Um, specifically to Greyhound, I mean, one word which that it's just been tremendous. If I look at women in leadership uh, throughout the company, uh, whether it's as supervisory, management, mid-management, director, and even kind of up through the executives, as I've seen that changed over time uh, at Greyhound, I've been pleasantly uh, surprised and pleased to, to see that there's just more women at the table when we get in a lot of these meetings or major decision making, I serve professionally on a few um, uh, boards as well uh, here within the Metroplex, specific to the HR functions and talking to a lot of major players for some companies that if I call the names out, you would be very familiar with because they are headquartered here and being in those rooms, making meaningful decisions about uh, HR goals or being able to kind of brainstorm with each other or share experiences in terms of what's happening at Greyhound and what's happening at their companies. And for that room to not just be filled with just a couple of women, but uh, you know that it being a meaningful number that I don't even, I'm not even surprised by it anymore, that there is a, a good mix of men and women in those rooms, at those tables, uh, making meaningful and pertinent decisions for their organizations. Michelle, would you echo those sentiments? Uh, from I, I, 
I certainly would. I mean, during um, during my time uh, with uh, Greyhound, we had our first chief female, uh, Cheryl Farmer, who was the CFO uh, during during my tenure. And um, I think, you know, one of the stories I like to tell is um, pretty early on in my career, we were um, establishing a relationship with Estrella Blanca, one of the Mexican carriers. And so they brought like a team of people up to our North Dallas office and that we were in the, the big conference room called the chart room up there. And um, in the room were, I don't know, they probably brought 20 people. And then there were probably 20 Greyhound people. And when I, I was in the meeting, because I was you know representing finance, I looked around the table. And of those 40 people who were in the room, there were two women, myself and one district manager um, who was from the field. And I was like, wow. And I think if you brought to the table that same group of people and you were uh, doing that same thing today, the 20 people at Greyhound, um, I, I would say probably would be at least half female. So um, it's definitely been an interesting journey. It's been an interesting um, progression. Um, we've had, um, you know, uh, Rhonda McAndrew, vice president of um, HR, that's come through too. And I think we've had some pretty high um, executive level people, um, as well as obviously kind of through the upper management ranks as well. I'm from in the finance team, you know, we have um, several uh, directors uh, that are female. So I think it's been I think it's been great. And I definitely think it's been a transformation. Regina, from what you've seen, um, you, you have another perspective, obviously, from the food industry. What if what are your thoughts on this? So uh, as I was listening to Michelle and Tainita, you know, I've experienced some of those same things uh, in Greyhound, but my past uh, experiences in this area are probably going to be a slight uh, bit different from um, their experience as my prior company is considered one of the darlings of the industry when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And Eric, I'm, I'm, I've been working with you to bring this to life in uh, Greyhound, and my hope is for us to uh, continue that uh, effort. Uh, McDonald's have and continue to encourage partici participation in DE&I networks, oftentimes hosting global, national, and regional gatherings on the company's dime. Uh, DNI efforts uh, also affects how they, as an example, choose their franchisees, their suppliers, and vendors. They all have to be representative of uh, the customer base. Uh, the company also does a number of things that I'm a real big fan of, including having a strong performance-based succession plan to ensure that their workforce reflects their customer uh, base uh, and ensuring women and other underrepresented uh, demographics are always a part of the equation when it comes to promotion uh, uh, opportunities. So uh, as a result, there were, uh, when I was there anyway, a number of women and other minorities in positions of power Anywhere from sitting on the board of directors to officers uh, running countries and uh, heading up uh, global departments such as supply chain, which is uh, traditionally, you know, uh, roles that are held by males. So uh, McDonald's makes a great effort uh, to ensure uh, that that inclusion and diversity is happening. Uh, Regina, how important would you say um, for the progression uh, to happen? 
uh, what how important is it for a person to have mentors or role models in their career? Oh, man, having great mentors, I, I believe, is a must. Um, and, and, and I said the word great because uh, great meaning someone who is going to tell you the good, the bad and the ugly. And you've got to be willing to soak that all in. I, I can remember when I was trying to get into uh, the director ranks in my uh, uh, career with McDonald's. Um, I didn't get director the first time that I interviewed, but uh, as I stated earlier, I, I've always surrounded myself with folks that cared about my career, and, and I started to engage them as to why they thought, because McDonald's was a big grapevine. Everybody that has an interview, everybody know uh, why a person did not get uh, the position. So I started to engage uh, my mentors and ask why they thought I didn't get the job and what was needed to shore up success the next go around. And sure enough, I took the advice to heart, uh, landed uh, the director position on my next try. So uh, I would say always surround yourself with folks who care about you and willing to have that tough conversation with you. Michelle, have you had some uh, mentors and role models who've uh, helped you in your career? I would say absolutely. I mean, from from bosses to, you know, people who I interviewed with but maybe didn't get the job for certain reasons. Um, uh, definitely networking and having people to bounce ideas off um, is critical. Um, I would take it one step further, though, also. And I think that it's also really important to pay attention um, to negative uh, role models. Um, and, you know, I have, as a, as a manager, I have learned some of my most important experiences from having a bad manager. And I have learned, you know, sometimes when something bothers you or you're thinking something, I think, oh, what would that bad manager do? Well, that's what they would do. So you don't want to do those things, right? So I think not only paying attention to the good role models and the good people that you aspire to be like, but also really paying attention to the ones that you don't want to be like and making sure that you don't repeat those same behaviors is really, really important um, to promote your career. Tanita, uh, anything to add to the mentor and role models in, uh, for you and your career or for anyone else that's seeking uh, to progress up the career ladder? Yeah, I think that what I would add to that is that, you know, oftentimes we think about mentors being perhaps our immediate boss in the role that we serve and in the company that we are in. And, and that's important. And that obviously can be the case. I've had in my career with Greyhound two, two very good mentors that if I called the names out, no one would be surprised. Coming in many, many years ago, uh, Roy Shaver, because uh, he was in the benefits department and I was there for a number of years before my role was expanded to HR director in 2009. And as my role changed, my mentors changed because my, my responsibility or functional responsibilities were starting to change. And most recently at Greyhound, of course, Rhonda McAndrew. But separate from that, I've had other mentors within Greyhound that had nothing to do with the HR function as I'm looking at uh, great leaders in the company. What I would say to people when it comes to mentors and role models, don't just focus on the folks that are in your organization. Find mentors outside of the company that are perhaps in leadership roles specific to what you do or just great leaders in general. 
Uh, don't wait for someone to ask to be your mentor. Uh, approach the person inside or outside the company to say, you know, I have these career aspirations. Um, you know, I've been impressed by you or whatever the case is. And I wouldn't wonder if you would consider being your mentor. So don't wait for someone to ask to be your mentor. You go out and select the mentors for people that are doing the type of things you want to do, where it's specific to your function or your role or folks that are just great leaders in general. All great advice um, as we get ready to bring this to a close with our last question. Uh, Michelle, we'll start with you on this one. Uh, what advice would you give somebody who's aspiring to reach uh, the level that you have in your career, whether they're working in a field location right now or even at the corporate office? I think my best advice is do the right thing. When you're in a management position and you're in a position to make a decision, do the right thing. Do the right thing for your employee. Do the right thing for your company. Maybe it's a little outside the line sometimes, or maybe you have to be creative to take care of people or to do what's required. But I really like to, to focus on always doing the right thing. Tanita? Well, what I would say to that or what I could add is that nobody is going to care as much about your personal development than you. So it's personal and you need to make sure you always own that. Uh, be bold and deliberate about having those conversations, whether it's with a direct manager or folks that you select or identify as role models and mentors. And there should be recurring conversations that happen because you are progressing in your career. I think it's very important to network inside and outside of your organization. And for whatever field that you're in, uh, you know, whether it requires you having a personal certification, whether it makes sense for you to join a professional association for whatever your career is that you're doing, whether you think more education is needed, figure all of that out as you're thinking about your ongoing development and as you're talking to your mentors uh, and your role models. I think the other thing that I would also say is that don't forget where you came from mm -hmm. and how you made your way up through the ranks. And so you should be uh, giving back or sowing seeds as well, whether you manage a team in your role, or even if you don't manage a team, there are other folks that are coming up through the ranks that you identify, whether they come to you about being a mentor or a role model, that you kind of give back what's also been given to you to help uh, further develop and move people along the way as well. Regina, final words on this? Yeah, I'm going to double down on what the other two ladies said. Uh, I'm going to go also go back to the big three that I've already spoken about, which uh, kind of goes along with what they have already said. Perseverance. Uh, don't wait for someone to tell you who you are. You should show and tell them who you are. Uh, seek out uh, great mentors and become a mentor to others. You should always seek to bring someone along for the ride. You should also always be prepared. Luck and opportunity always intersects at some point and you need to be prepared. So those are the things that I would say. Well, all right. Thank you ladies for the excellent conversation and great advice that you've put out there today on the podcast. Appreciate your time. So thank you, Regina. Thank you, Tanita. And thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having us.
Bye-bye. All right. Well, that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen, for today's podcast. This is the first one for 2023. There'll be others to come as the year goes along. So stay tuned for more. For now, remember, you are Greyhound. So be safe. Be stellar.